You are listening to the She Runs the Show podcast with Cassandra Vaughn, episode 218, the solo series. Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to a brand new episode of She Runs the Show. Cassandra Von Worsley with you here. I have needed to talk about this topic. I'm not saying this is something that has come to me in meditation, but this is a topic that you have to decide so early in your business because if you get midstream and change your mind about this topic, it is super hard from a branding perspective to turn this sucker around. So in today's episode, we are talking about how to keep life private while taking your business public. Now, if you are new to She Runs the Show, please go back and listen from episode one because we are, what, 218 episodes in and there's so much good stuff for you to listen to. This is a podcast dedicated to helping women entrepreneurs have both businesses that thrive and relationships that rock. And when I say relationships, all kinds of relationships, business, personal, professional, uh, romantic, with your family, your children, the whole thing. We do not have to pick our business or our personal lives. We actually can have both. And so this podcast is dedicated to teaching you from a mindset perspective, how you can actually have both. I have a new program that will be coming out in September. I am so excited. It is called Rebuild Yourself. Also, it is based on a book that I'm about to publish on Amazon in the next week called Rebuild Yourself. So if you have not checked out my books on Amazon, go to www.overcomingfearbooks.com and look for Rebuild Yourself. You will definitely want to read it if you know that it is time to take your life to the next level, your business to the next level, your soul to the next level. You're going to want to read Rebuild Yourself and you're going to want to take the 10-week online program and really learn what your Rebuild Yourself Blueprint is specifically for you. That's what I teach in that 10-week program. All right, let's dive right in. How to keep life private while you're taking your business public. This is a really, this is a really touchy issue for a lot of people. You know, you've got different approaches to this whole idea of how much of my life do I share with my tribe, especially online? How much of my life do I keep private? And I see so many examples of really successful entrepreneurs who kind of screw this thing up, you know, like either they start out just vomiting their entire lives out to the world. And once they start to get enough hateration and once they start to get enough pushback and once they start to put too much of their business in the street, which it is putting your business in the street, um, then they start to pull back on their private lives. But because their tribe, because their customers and clients are so used to them openly sharing everything. I mean, I watched a YouTube video the other day with, a, I won't say names, uh, with somebody who is pretty big in social media uh, and as an entrepreneur, did a whole tour of his home. And I know lots of entrepreneurs who do that and lots of people who are super successful who do that. But I guess my question is, do you want people to know where you live? Do, do you want to show them enough of the inside and the outside that they actually have a sense of the city, the state you're in, the location? I mean, many of you know that I live in rural Wyoming. A lot of you know that. And I love where I live. And it's beautiful where I live. And it's not too far from Jackson Hole. 
But other than that, you don't see me giving you, you know, real specifics on, on where I live. Why is that? Because most of you are amazing, I'm sure. But there are also, there's also such a thing as stalkers. There's also such a thing as people from your past who now want to, I don't know, get into your life, life some kind of way. Do you really want people showing up on your doorstep? And I know it's, that sounds a little like something out of a lifetime movie on a Saturday night. But the reality is, is that the bigger you become, the more people are going to seek you out. People that you do know, people that you don't know, people that you knew once upon a time, um, people who have scores to settle with you, any, any sort of thing, people are going to be looking for you. So the question that you really have to ask yourself, and it's best to ask this question before you build a brand, before your business is full center out there. Uh, but even if you are full center and your business is on fire and you're well-known, this is still a good question to come back to. You've got to decide what and how much of your private life is going to be featured in your business and your branding. For example, you've got people out there like Pat Flynn from smartpassiveincome.com. He's got the, the podcast and the blog and everything. His family, his children, his wife, uh, the things that he's gone through in raising a family and being an online entrepreneur, all of that has been a part of his branding from day one. It, and he doesn't mind having his kids in his videos. He doesn't mind, you know, that is a part of his branding. He's a family man. That is part of his branding. So he he still does that. And he's always shared all of that kind of private life information because he's comfortable doing so. My question to you is, are you comfortable doing so? I'm not comfortable sharing my private life with my tribe and my fans, which is why you'll never really see um, pictures of my children. You'll never really, you won't ever know uh, when I get pregnant. You won't ever know when I have a baby. I might, you know, divulge that I have more children at some point, but they might be three by the time I do that. And that is not to say that I, I don't want to be vulnerable or share with my tribe, but that's where my boundary is. My private life is sacred to me. I keep sacred things sacred. Now, everybody's different in terms of where that boundary is. What I'm saying in this episode is you need to make a conscious decision of what that means for you. If you want to share your family with the world and you want to share them, how much will you share? How often will you share? To what extent? Because here's the thing to keep in mind. You need to develop those boundaries of what you will and will not share in advance and how much of yourself and your family you're going to allow your clients and customers to know about you. How much do you feel comfortable sharing? I know so many starting entrepreneurs who feel like they have to share their, you know, their entire lives, their entire history, all the bad relationships they've ever been in, the trauma they've experienced. Because, you know, in the era of Brene Brown, and I love Brene Brown, love her so much, but in the era of Brene Brown, everybody's about being vulnerable. Did you forget the part where Brene Brown says, and Dr. Brene Brown says, you should only be vulnerable with people who've earned the right to hear your story? Somehow we talk about vulnerability, but we forget to add in the, the most important part of what she says, which is somebody has to earn the right to know that stuff about you. So do you really feel like sharing all of the sordid details of your trauma and your drama and your you know early, is that helpful? I mean, in some of my books, I share that kind of stuff because I feel it's really important. You know, You Can Do Hard Things is a book where I share a lot of my uh, emotionally painful upbringing. 
because it was really important for me to do that, to demonstrate the lessons of that book. You can do hard things, but do you have to do that in everything that you put out there? Do you, do you feel compelled to do that? Or do you feel like you are called to do that? There's a difference between compelled and called. There's a difference between coerced, compelled, and called. So I want you to really start to ask yourself, how much of my private life do I actually feel comfortable sharing? And when you're asking yourself this question, pose it not simply from the perspective of how much of the good stuff do I want to share? Because, you know, everybody wants to share the good stuff. You want to share when you're building your house. You want to share when you're getting the vehicle of your dreams. You want to share when, you know, you just had this beautiful baby. Of course, we want to share the good stuff. But you also need to ask yourself, if all of this good stuff were to go to hell in a handbasket, how much of this would I be willing to share? I'm about to go there with you. It's tough, but let's go there. You want to share getting married and all the wedding photos? Do you want to share when you get divorced? Do you want to share the messy custody battle that you're going through? Do you want to share the messy divorce that you're going through? Do you, I mean, you want to share building the house, but do you want to share when the house gets foreclosed because your business tanked for a year and you had to completely rebuild everything again? I mean, you have to look at the best and the worst case scenario, because if you're going to share the best, you aren't actually being authentic if you cannot also share when the worst happens. So where are your boundaries around all of those things? You know, we set the expectation with our tribe. We set the expectation for what we will share and what we won't share. And so if you go down this trajectory of, I share all the good stuff with everybody, then when your life goes really shitty for a season and then you don't say anything, your tribe is kind of thinking, what's up with her? Like, she's not... She's not sharing anything with us. What does she have to hide? What she, secret is she keeping? Whereas if you'd already said before you even went down that road, you said, okay, here are my boundaries. Here's what I'll share on the good. Here's what I'll share on the bad. Here's what I won't share. Then at least you're covered and you know what to expect and you know the, the extent to which you're willing to share information. So now that I've talked about some of the questions that you need to be asking yourself hopefully early in your business, but on a pretty consistent basis on your business, let's talk about how do you actually keep your life private while taking your business public? Because in this online world that we live in, everything is Googleable. Everything. Everyone is Googleable. Everything is Googleable. And if you're building an online business, more than likely at some point, you're going to become Googleable. And people are going to be able to Google you. I mean, look, people can find people's cell phone numbers. It's kind of sick. Um, but you are going to be Googleable. And so let's just talk about if you are like me and you are a private person and your private life is private and your business life is your business. And even though you put you in your business, you still want to maintain a semblance of privacy. Let's talk about how to keep your life private while taking your business public. Number one, and this is a rule I got from my mother when I was very little and she is still to this day, hundred percent right. Don't tell anyone anything you wouldn't want the whole world to know. Seriously. Don't tell, and people have a tendency to do this with business partners that they think are going to be business partners forever. Can I tell you something about business partnerships? Most of them dissolve and most of them dissolve badly. So if you think you're telling your business partner currently something that they'll never tell anybody else, don't believe the hype. They will probably tell somebody else at some point and maybe a whole lot of somebody's. So rule number one with keeping your private life private, if there is something that you don't want another soul to know, then don't tell anybody else. Don't tell anyone anything you wouldn't want the whole world to know. Point number two, don't share info about your private life that you wouldn't want to share if that life were going bad. 
So many of you have been with me for a very long time. You've been with me since, you know, my last name was, I think, I, I guess when I started the podcast, maybe it was Vibus. I don't remember. Maybe it was Vaughn and then Vibus and then Vaughn and now Worsley. Like you've been through with me through probably one divorce, but I've been divorced twice. Um, You've never really heard me talk too much about marriage. And so you're never really going to hear me talk too much about divorce. You're just going to see a name change and then I'm going to just, you know, come on an episode. And then I just said on one of these episodes that, you know, back to being Vaughn and that was done. But that's been my standard throughout the whole thing. What if I had divulged all of like my business with my marriage and ins and out, all this stuff. And then all of a sudden one day you saw my name was different. My last name was different. And then I didn't talk about the divorce. I didn't talk about the pain and the turmoil and all of that kind of stuff. You would kind of look at me sideways, wouldn't you? You kind of be like, mm, why is she not? She shared all the good stuff, you know, the wedding, all of this. Why is she not sharing the bad stuff? So don't share info about your private life that you wouldn't want to share if that life were going bad. This is the reason why I always highly encourage. I, I see so many uh, online people and entrepreneurs sharing pregnancy. Don't do that. What if you have a miscarriage? I've had a miscarriage. I'm telling you, don't put sacred business out into the street unless and until you feel, you know, in your heart of hearts, you feel totally comfortable with sharing the devastation of a loss if it were to occur to you. And some people do, they go on Instagram stories and they cry and they share, Hey, if, if you're good with that, um, you're stronger than I am. Cause when I had my miscarriage 30 days, I spent pretty much in bed pretty much crying every day. And I didn't share that with anybody at the time. I just could not speak the level of grief that came along with that situation. So what am I saying? If you feel comfortable sharing the downs, then that share the ups. But if you couldn't say with equal power, oh yeah, I'm just as willing to share the devastation and the grief as I am the happy news, then I would second guess whether or not you should share that or how much of that you should actually share. That's how to keep your life private while taking your business public. Here's another thing you can do. Be very clear in your branding and messaging what you will and will not share. I'm very clear with my tribe. You will never see posts about my children. Any of them, the ones that are here and the ones that are, are to come. You will never see posts about them. You will never see, uh, you know, this is what we're doing. This is, I may tell you a little bit, but I'm not going to tell you a lot. Why? Because I believe that's sacred and I believe it's private and meant to be private. And I want their lives to be private and protected. So that's why you'll never see that. So tell your tribe that. Tell your, be open with your tribe about what you will share and what you won't share where your boundaries are and be very clear in both your branding and your messaging about that. Next thing, really think through how much of your home, especially the exterior and saying your actual city state location that you want to give out to people, especially given the fact that there are stalkers. I just talked about stalkers earlier. I know you think that you're not big enough to have stalk stalker issues, I know you might think in your business, well, this is what I do. You know, nobody's coming after me. You just don't know. You just don't know. So please, for your own safety, uh, and, and, and as much as I love law enforcement and our legal system, they're not so good with stalker laws and stalker pretend protection. And, uh, what do you call those things that you get? I can't remember, but you know, where somebody can't, can only come in a certain number of feet of your house. You know what I mean? Uh, I can't remember the word. But it's, it's, it's something like that. We're still not really good with that 
If you don't believe me, go watch the Jennifer Lopez movie Enough and you'll see what I'm talking about. We're not very good with that still to this day. Fatal Attraction, if you haven't seen the movie, go see it with Glenn Close uh, and Michael Douglas is a real thing. And the reality is, is there may be a million people in your tribe who love and adore you and who would never in this world think to do anything hurtful to you. It only takes one. Just one. Just one crazy person. And I don't say that lightly. I'm serious when I say that. So when you are shooting videos outside your home, when you're talking on your podcast about the town that you live in, when you're doing all of that, be, and even deeper than that, when you're talking about where you're going and you're getting on a plane and where you're going to be and how many days you're going to be there and you're posting on Instagram, the hotel that you're staying at, be careful, be careful. You just don't know. Be careful. So again, if you want, if you don't want people showing up at your door, if you don't want people showing up at your hotel, if you don't want people like in the airport running to find you at whatever terminal you're at, because you just posted an Instagram story from, you know, the terminal in Atlanta or something, be mindful of the information that you're giving out. Don't give people a play-by-play of where you'll be traveling, how long you'll be there, what shows you're going to, um, what things you're doing. You know, the fact that you're at Disneyland for the week. Don't do that. Protect your your privacy. Also, even if it's, you're not dealing with stalkers, do you really want people coming up to you while you're trying to ride the roller coaster in Disneyland? Asking you, you know, can I have 10 minutes of your time? Don't you actually want to have fun? So don't, you know... Don't have people doing APBs on you because you're giving them play-by-plays of everywhere that you are. Again, you don't know who's listening or watching you and you want to protect your privacy and your safety as much as possible. This is why you see certain actors, you never know what's going on in their lives. You just, you just don't know. They're great actors. When they have to do the red carpet, they do it with glee. But, you know, I'll give you an example. Beyonce. I, I mean, I know she has twin boys and a girl, I think named Blue. I don't know anything else. Not a thing. And she's as public as they get. She's as known as they get. And I have no clue anything because her private life is private and it's sacred. Now, that may not have been such a great example, but there are other examples of people who keep their marriage private, their families private, and they still do extraordinarily well in business, in life. So if if you're buying into the crap that a lot of people are selling these days about Write a vulnerable post. If I see another damn vulnerable post or people teaching how to write vulnerable posts, can I just share something with you? If you're taking a course that is telling you to write vulnerable posts and then teaching you how to write a vulnerable post, you actually aren't writing a vulnerable post. You're doing fake vulnerability. By the way, in medium.com, I wrote a whole post about fake vulnerability. I can't remember what it's called. Look it up, medium.com. Because we live in an age where people are trying to uh, leverage fake vulnerability as a way to get more sales. Don't do that. If you're going to be vulnerable, you have to be yourself. If you're going to be yourself, then you know what your private life needs to look like. And you know how much of your life needs to be private while taking your business public. Honor where that is. And don't think you have to conform to what everybody else is doing and putting all their business out in the street. Do you know what happens when you put all your business out in the street? You give people things that they can use against you later. You give people information that that haven't earned the right to have that information. So I don't know why, if you're not comfortable putting your business out in the street, you would do that. It will come back to bite you in the butt later. So what am I saying at the end of the day? Decide how much privacy you need in your life. 
Decide how much you're willing to share in your business, the good and the bad. Uh, don't tell anybody anything you wouldn't want the whole world to know. And then just protect yourself. Just be safe with how you talk about where you're going and what you're doing and who you're with and what hotel you're staying at. I mean, we just live in a world where people, there's just so many ways on the internet to get information that should be private. Do not help that process if you're going to deal with the haters and the stalkers and other people, and you may deal with them. I don't care if you just bake cakes or if you say to yourself, well, I'm just a, you know, I'm a chiropractor. You never know. You never know. So be safe. Uh, and most importantly, honor your own boundaries. This business can look any way you want it to. It doesn't have to have all of these quote unquote vulnerable posts. I'm so tired of seeing people teach that nonsense. You be as vulnerable as you want to be. That's vulnerable. When I say to you, I'm a private person, you will never see pictures of my children. You will never see information about my private life. You will never get the details of this, 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 and that. That's me being vulnerable with you by telling you where my boundaries are. That doesn't mean I spill my emotional guts on the floor just because everybody else is doing it. This is where it comes back to authenticity. Do you. Do you in life and do you in business? And you might mean you don't put your business out in the street. Be okay with that. Your tribe will love you for that. They don't want fake vulnerability. They don't want a vulnerability post. I can't stand those posts where people go, oh, vulnerability alert. I'm going to share something I've never shared before. Meanwhile, you took a 10-week class to learn how to post it exactly that way with that wording first, all caps second. Come on now. We are not that dumb. Are we? We are not that dumb. Keep your private life as private as you want it, knowing and trusting that your business can be as successful as you want it to be and skyrocket and you don't have to put your business in the street. Don't put your business in the street. That's the bottom line. All right, everybody. I will talk to you in the next episode of She Runs the Show.